0: All right, somebody once said, give the people what they want. That is why we're here right now in Georgia. Where are we at here, brother? We at the Roof Gallery. All right, folks, we're at the Roof Gallery right here. My new friend Donovan, we're going to be introducing you to him and Victory Shingles here in the Roof Gallery. But first, let's take a tour around this place and then get to know what you guys are doing over there at by Don.
1: Got you, you like VIP. Let's go.
0: Let's do it. Every single day, let's do it. Let me ask you a question, entrepreneurs out there. um, How many of you got a brand that actually stands? Well, it stands out and I really mean that Um, because so many times we get caught up thinking about our company and that we do things differently. Um, We're different than our competition. We might even say our customer experience is better than what others are offering. But how different is it? Or are you just blending in with your competition, blending in with everybody else? Today's conversation with two men that are not blending in. I am right now in Georgia, everybody, at the Roof Gallery. And before you switch this off, because you're not a roofer, Wait till you see what these folks have done with roofing. You are not going to want to miss this one. Let me introduce you to my two guests right here. I've got Donovan Morgan and Victor Sanchez. Gentlemen, thank Love you man. very much for joining the show. Thank, thank you. For you. Us. Thank you for having us. Man. I feel
1: like I'm famous. You know, you are,
2: you,
0: well, <laughs> I mean, you are now. I mean, because you, you do so many different things, brother. All right? And that's a great place to start. Before yeah. we sat down, everyone, we were, we were talking about this guy has rap songs about <laughs> roofing yep. that are getting millions of people to watch them. Yep, all yep. right? Every and single day. There it is. <laughs> all right? You can, this guy is a walking billboard, and I want to talk about that. So let's, let's talk about both of you. First of all, how do you come together as a duo right here? Tell me about your journey of coming together, the both of you. I feel like this is my
1: partner in crime. So basically how how we met is at, um, I was doing moving at first. I'm from Florida, so um, for a lot of Broward County. And at the end of the day, I moved to Atlanta trying to find something um, different to do as opposed to the moving industry because the quality of life wasn't as good. The customer experience wasn't as good where the price always changed with moving. And at the end of the day, when price changes and things like that, people can take bad news, but they hate surprises. Um, so, at the end of the day, um, the customer experience wasn't the best. So, I wanted to come up to Atlanta, find something different, find a, a career path that could have that customer experience, and that, uh, me, I'm getting sales and marketing. So, when I was looking around in Atlanta, I started trying to find a sales and marketing job. I always tell the story. Um, we I came to an office. Um, it was make over $100,000, because at the time in, in Florida, I was doing pretty good. Um, got brand new bins and everything, so I wanted to maintain yeah, the lifestyle, nice. you know? And I was up here. Um, I found a sales and marketing job. I did the interview. It had white floors, glass um, walls. It looked like a lawyer's office, like a real expensive lawyer's office. And then at the time, um, I got it interviewed, and they was like, "Yeah, you got a Benz? I, I got a new Audi. It's an A7. We can race." I'm like, okay, that's, this sounds cool. And another person, I, I got a new Porsche. We can race. You know, so I'm like, hey, this sounds like the perfect place to be in. You know, and I found out later, it's AT and T. <laughs> it's door to door, but long story short, um, that first week I met Danny Manchin, so one of my business partners, yeah. and I met Victory Shingles as well. And then the main thing is just that that stood out was these were the top performers. Victory Shingles, he um, he has a nickname instead of calling Victor Sanchez, say Victory Shingles because superstars have nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> so with, with uh, Victory Shingles, um, he was a champion at AT and T. He did a national they had they had a national competition. He won first place. You know, I see him up there with the the belt and the big check and stuff like that. Like this guy's good, you know? Yeah. And then the same thing with um Danny Manchin. He's the first person that trained me that first week. And um when I started myself my first week, I broke a record there. And I always remember um Victor coming to me and say, like, Hey, I see you over there. I see I see you killing it. You you name anything. I I got you. And I took that to heart. <laughs> so once we did the um once we kind of transitioned from the AT&T um, and, and moved into the roofing, um, he's one of the first persons that I told about it. He's one of the first person that came um, to the office. It was him and one other person. And then we started doing roofing and we brought 50 people into the office within four months or so. And um, it just kept going from there. The first company we started working with, we brought them from $1.2 million to $10.4 million in sales the first year. And then from there we did the same thing for two to three other companies. And then it was like, why are we not doing this for ourselves?
0: Got it. Mm-hmm. You ever see, and Victor, I'm asking you this question. There's a, there's a video online, maybe you all have seen this on YouTube, where I don't know what they're at. They're at like some kind of festival, and this one guy starts dancing like crazy in the center, and everyone's looking at this person like they're insane, uh-huh. all <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, somebody else comes in and starts dancing with this person, right? <laughs> and. Before you know it, it's there's a like a thousands of people <laughs> dancing like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this happens within the course of like five minutes. Yep. All right. If you ever get a chance, people, you probably find out there on YouTube right now. You probably put it in like dance video or flash mob, flash mob, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. The, the reason I tell you this is the purpose of that video. When I saw it for the one time, I can't remember the motivational speaker who showed it before. But he said the most important person in that video isn't the leader who was dancing. It's the first person who believes in that person dancing. who takes a chance on them and jumps in because then everybody else says oh now it's not just something crazy it's a movement all right you get this call from donovan right and you're doing well at AT Mm at&t you got
3: belts you got money you got cars why the heck do you decide to do roofing bro it's a great (laughs) question that is a great question well before we were meeting i was uh, mentioned earlier being from tampa that's when i was running my own office my first office my first door-to-door office basically And doing that, moved into, then came up back to Atlanta. That's when we met. And one of the things was like, I was working crazy hours, crazy hours. Crazy hours. We were getting to the office by 8.30 on a Monday, leaving around midnight. It was crazy hours. So Literally. Literally. We so, leave at midnight,
1: they get home later.
3: Yeah. And yeah. then, so for example, that was on Mondays, and then throughout the whole week, for example, we were still getting out of the office at 10 o'clock. Keep in mind, the, the, the start time was the same time, but when I was running my office, for example, even earlier, because as the boss, you got to be there earlier, so... I saw that he was good. Obviously, he he moved to Atlanta for the same type of reason that I originally moved to Georgia because I'm originally from California in San Diego. Mm -hmm. So I wanted some growth. I wanted to move uh, in my career and be in better positions. So I had already done it once. I'm the only one that moved across the country out here to Georgia and didn't bring anybody with me, and you just got to make it happen for yourself. And once you're comfortable being uncomfortable, you're willing to take more jumps, more leaps if you see – the potential there. Because people, society always try to hold you back and always they try to, to, to minimize you and limit you, basically. But once you get to that point in your mentality, not in life, your mentality, because it doesn't matter the age, um, you're willing to now try new things if you see the vision, if you see longevity. And when we spoke that one day, I remember, because literally, I had, I was running my own team that day. I dropped off my team at their correct corresponding territories that were, they were going to be working for the day. Mm-hmm. And we met at the um, in the field when he was working with his trainer. And I was like, all right, so what do we, what do we got going on? <laughs> Literally, what do we got going on? And then he's like, well, we're, we're trying to get this guy inspections, get him on the roof. I was like, cool. What's the pitch? He was like, I don't know yet. This is, we just try to get him on the roof. We <laughs> made up a pitch because like we
1: didn't know anything. So yeah. like when we came to roofing, I'm sure everyone, a lot of people have this similar story, but... Yeah. We were just throwing – just just knock on the door. Just just ask for inspection. We're like, okay, but what's the pitch? Because we're used to being systematic, Mm -hmm. you know, and and having, you know, the pitch and not to say rebuttals just in case. What's the rebuttals, you know? What's Mm -hmm. the frequently asked questions, you know? And they really just threw us out there. So we had to – Figure out on our own and kind of remix from what we know from past door to door things and yes. stuff like that, mm-hmm. and make into our own. And I feel like that's one of the main. Um,
3: so I remember literally because I remember like it was yesterday because it was one cul-de-sac. It was one cul-de-sac that in which we met. It was a nice community, very nice community. It was a cul-de-sac of maybe five hundred thousand dollar houses, um, and he had already one person doing an inspection. So in my mind, I had already been running door to door offices. So like he said, I already when I originally started. Door to door sales, I was pitching windows.
2: Oh, tough pitch. <laughs> a tough yes. pitch. So nobody all I...
3: nobody needs windows. Windows? Mm, I know. <laughs> crazy.
0: No <laughs> one ever woke up and said, I need to <laughs> I get need windows, windows. today. I need today. Exactly. No. need <laughs> do they definitely don't kidding. they definitely don't need a damn upgrade. <laughs> uh, upgrade? No, come on.
3: It's crazy. A tough pitch. Okay, continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. So that's what originally I just went back to what originally started me, um door to door so i took the window part off off of it implemented the roof part into it and in that same cul-de-sac i remember we ended up getting four inspections right off the bat right there and the guy that was training he was like man how did you do this and he didn't want to climb all the roofs because we got him all those inspections now i understand why mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but at that particular time if that was that's that's what really initially i noticed what the vision was. I just needed to know, understand more. But I also understood, because I have a background in finance, so I was a manager for Wells Fargo for seven years. Mm -hmm. So doing that and being behind the counter, making the deposits and doing all this, helping my employees or whatever, you start to meet different types of people. And a lot of the times you start to see successful people, successful images of what they all look like. But in reality, there is no one specific person of what they look like. You can find an individual that is very conservative, that looks very run down, but might have a lot of money. And I was noticing that when I was in the bank. So I, how does this individual have so much money when I look at him as X, Y, and Z? So that's what really initially started opening my mind to various different things. And that's what got us to this point, basically. And I felt comfortable with it. So you all aren't
0: starting off with roofs by Don though. You're doing this for other companies, right? Yeah, Absolutely. we started
3: so
1: you, off at AT&T. You, but I'm, but That's so how the we roofing, met.
0: But the roofing side, you weren't even starting. You were actually, were you doing this for other companies on the roofing side, you said? So when we got into roofing, we started working for
1: a roofing company. Got it. That's mm-hmm. what I want to, okay, good. Yeah, we started working for a roofing company, and we helped build their, build their company, like I said, $1.2 $1. Yeah. $1. million to ten point four, And then... Um, just long story short, it just ended up, as far as with that company, um, it just ended bad. Just, yeah, just As far as that um, money or whatever the situation with roofers, how it usually happens. Roofing. Exactly, right? So we wanted to fix our situation. We didn't want to have anyone else in control of finances that can potentially screw us. So that's why we started our own thing. And that's when we just took it you know, head on and started learning the back office stuff. We were already good with marketing and with sales. We we're good with that. That's not
0: an issue. It was just learning the back office stuff and going from there. I'm going to talk about Roost by Don and how you all get into this, okay? Yeah. But I got, I got a question for the both of you. I get a vibe from the two of you. You actually trust one another. <laughs> um, seems like you guys have a real trust. You mentioned that people screw you over. A lot of times it's money in this industry. Yeah. You understand money working with Wells Fargo. You're working a lot with the sales from what I understand. Yeah. Obviously, you can sell based on your nickname. Um, yeah, I, yep. So this trust – that you guys have between one another. Is it important, do you find that it is? Because I guess my question is a lot of people out there, it's just, hey listen, I'm gonna go find somebody who plugs in with my company. If I need somebody who can sell, I'm gonna find somebody that can sell. But there seems to be a deeper bond between the two of you.
1: Yeah, I mean like, he has a nickname. He's yeah. do shingles, <laughs> so that's like my brother. So it's different, yeah, it's different. It's not, it's not just like a sales thing. I mean, with our company in general, we have a good culture, mm-hmm. so we like to treat everything like family. But Victory Shingles, Dan the Mansion, that's those are my
3: brothers. So, yeah, we Just all come
1: from the same place. Absolutely.
3: Mm. Yeah, Just, like we come from the same parents. Okay. You know, yeah. same cloth, yeah. literally. And the the what's what I like because, and again, being in the financial industry, I, I saw a lot of things that would help and a lot of things that would, um, what's the word, not help and necessarily it, hinder. It, Hinder, yes, the businesses mm-hmm. and a lot of the time is that relationship um, because there's no communication. There's no communication and in a partnership, in a relationship, I, we always say, it's just like marriage almost. You just gotta communicate with one another. People are okay with negatives. Mm. They're not okay with surprises. No. That's the number one thing. And for us, huh. even if there's something bad in front of us, like I'm gonna tell it to them because it's there, we just need to handle it now at this point. Yeah. I don't wanna hide anything, beat around the bush, it's better to just put it on the table and let's solve it. And a lot of the times, what I see is the communication between companies, partners, and things like that isn't there, which is what ends up affecting their partnership and their relationship, basically.
0: Well, you mm-hmm. mentioned negative. So let's turn it over to Roofs by Don. You help these companies be successful, you both jump into Roofs by Don, and now you've taken that and you're growing that. But with any kind of success, you're going to get some negativity, okay, mm-hmm. and especially when you go ahead and you you know, you have something called the roof gallery as well, yeah. something that nobody else has ever done. There's going to be some targets on your back. There's going to be negativity that comes your way. The
1: first person that does everything, you like the first any that goes over the hill, so you get yeah. hit with all the arrows. Sure. So that's it. So I just got to wear strong armor.
0: Well, we're going to talk about that. here, Okay. <laughs> that's it. But uh, uh, let's 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 dive into this because there's a question that I got. You got you got a company Roofs by Don, and everybody sees. A lot of what you do, I see the roofs going on. Mm-hmm. You see your business partners. You guys are out there. Yes. Okay, you're, you're a roofing company. Yes. But then I, I walk in today, and we're going to show some clips of this, of course, throughout this. and we're we're you. To. Ta- you take us through the roof gallery, all yes. right, in Georgia here. Yes. And I want you to speak, if you could, Donovan, to this, this brainchild of what is roofs by Don and what is the roof gallery? How do these two... These two entities interact with one another.
1: Okay, so Roots by Don is, the, is going to be the biggest known roofing company in the world. So I know it sounds real big. I shouldn't say that because usually you can't say that big, but that's what it's going to be. So usually um, when you have a big company like that, that's why we have Roots by Don, Victory Shingles, Dan the Mansion. Because later on down the line, they're going to be dressing up as us like um, for Halloween. They're going to be wearing our stuff. And then the roof gallery is the roof gallery because when you're the best in the world, things usually have nicknames. It's not just like a regular office. So that's why it's the roof gallery. It's the Hall of Fame because when you're the best of the best, you're usually in a Hall of Fame or a
3: museum. And because roofing didn't have one, we had to make one. How about a victory shingles over there? The way the the thing that I look at it is I correlate everything sports. What's in Canton, Ohio? The Mm -hmm. Hall of Fame. and the top of the top, make it. When you walked in here, what did you see? You saw the top of the top people in our industry, basically. Mm-hmm. That are in our Hall of Fame. That are on our walls, basically. There are the biggest companies. You have to make it big in this industry to be in the Hall of Fame in our gallery, basically.
1: If you yeah. weren't the Patrick Carr Show, you <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we want to be here. Yeah, right exactly. exactly, but but you are, and you belong. You belong in the. You're part of roofing history. You're part of roofing culture. So that's why we have to have you here.
0: Well, and I appreciate all the hospitality you all have shown me today. Thank you. Um, and I think that though there's a lot of people who want to know more about you all, okay? And that's what I want to dive into. I want to lose this because, you know, when you start something like this, you're right. You go over that hill, and you're going to take some arrows, all right? Yeah. And you both have a personality that is very... Well, it's, it's catchy. You people are going to like you, and some people may not like you, maybe too much, when you're making rap songs and you're making galleries and muse- almost like a museum to it. It is a museum. It's, I want to I say this. There are going to be contractors out there who are going to look at you and go, gimmick, this ain't real. Donovan, biggest one in, biggest one in the country, get the heck out of here with this. Oh, I get that. They're, okay. Yeah. So there are going to be those contractors out there right now that are watching this going, these guys, the, the nerve that these guys have right here. Biggest gallery of roofing, hall of fame. This is this is such a gimmick. I am what do you say to these people, Donovan? Because they I, I wanna I want, dive into I, your mentality. I
1: want them to say that so then that way I can prove them wrong. That's like my that's like my gasoline. Hmm. Someone saying that I can't do something. Like, do mean, I can't do it.
0: So that that's my gasoline to me. Everything that we do is someone saying that we couldn't do it. You ever read the comments or something and someone says, like, oh man, these guys. You ever you ever see something like no, that? Not
1: necessarily comments, cause that, that could be just be like trolling, but just like real life. So Talk starting a that. roofing company. When we're known for sales, really. So really we're known for just being million dollar producers. That's just what we do. We're million dollar producers and we make other million dollar producers. So that's what we're real good at. Really ghost for sales is like our company, our sales and marketing, right? But is the fact that when I was with the other roofing company, I said, hey, I can do marketing too. We can really blow this up. I can get you big on social media. I'll do it for you for free. I wish you'll stop talking about that shit. Mm-hmm. Only do sales. Stop talking about marketing. Do not bring this up again in a meeting. Yo, we could do a reality show. We could be good. That's only the Kardashians. You have to have a, a certain kind of genes to do it. So to me, nah, we're going to do this. Right, freak, you know what? I'm not going to market for you. I'm marketing myself. And we're going to get this popping. And that's what we're doing. And we're marketing ourselves. And those same people now come to us and asking us to market them. So, it's the same thing. So, we're going to have a, a roofing office. No, you can't have a roofing office. An r- office is an expense. Any office, you have to have a bunch of salespeople. I know you have salespeople, but it's just an expense, though. Okay, so, we solve that problem. Mm-hmm. That's, that's y'all problem. That's not our problem. Don't project on us. So, any time people say stuff, is really a projection, because they're not going to be the biggest. But we have our ideas. We have our game plan. It's written down. It's not a dream.
0: It's a goal. And it's not a goal, because we're, we're accomplishing it, too. So, I love what you said, though. We're going to be the biggest. We're going to be you, you. You believe this, and that it's it's not it's not something you're shying away from. I'm dead serious. Yeah. No, and we I,
1: are. We kind of we're not the biggest yet. We're but, the fastest new company. Yeah. I don't know any other company that someone can tell me mm. who's bigger. I don't know. If oh. you if you if you search roofs right, it sounds now going to sound kind of. But if you search no. roofs is a keyword word right now. You search you put, you put roofs on roofs by Dom pops up. Okay, so you could, pop, you could see us on music, roofing. We're not just going to be a roofing company. The average 15-year-old is going to know who Roof by Dawn is. Just like if you ask about golf, and the only person I know is Tiger Woods. I don't know nobody else because golf is not a sexy sport. Mm-hmm. Roofing is not a sexy industry. I don't know, know any other roofer. I know Bob the Builder, and that's it, and he's not real, mm-hmm. and I'm going to beat him. Got it.
0: You know, we all hear it all the time as small business owners that we need to get organized or you need to be able to track your data, whether it be the profitability on the job or how much something costs so that you can go ahead and price your product, your service accordingly. Uh, it can be a little bit overwhelming when you're trying to just run your business. Um, that's why we are proud to partner with Leap. Um, Leap is an all-in-one platform that is helping contractors organize their data, be more efficient in the field, and really make a better customer experience. Let me explain. When everybody in your business is able to communicate with one another effectively, your customer gets a better experience. They're gonna be able to facilitate bringing that customer on. They're gonna know exactly when the materials are ordered, when the job is starting and what's gonna happen upon completion. That takes organization and that's why LEAP is the best at what they do. It starts in the home. Uh, Leap's in-home sales software for a contractor is a second to none, and it works. You can download, you can get the app, and that sales, con, or that sales rep out there in the field is able to dominate, is able to close deals at the dining room table because they've got everything right at their fingertips, from contracts to ordering and purchasing forms, everything you're going to need right there with your customer. And then on top of that, they're going to be able to talk to production. So when the actually comes time to do a build or do a repair or a project, the expectation that the customer has is going to actually meet the reality. That is the power of working with Leap. There are so many CRM softwares out there and there are so many that say that they're the best. But what I can tell you is this, when you're beginning your journey as a small business and as a contractor, you're gonna need good software. But you need software that can grow with your company and then not just break your budget too. That is Leap. They can grow with you, grow with your team, so that you're not stuck having to change your CRM five years into business, and you have no idea who even controls your data. Don't make that mistake. Head to the website right across the bottom of your screen. Get in touch with Leap. Let them know that Patrick sent you. They are the all-in-one software for contractors. They're the professional choice for contractors. All right. Get in touch with Leap. You won't be disappointed. A great friend of this show. But for now, let's get back to that podcast. Back when I was like probably <laughs> in my early teens, I watched a movie, Miami Vice. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the one with Colin Farrell and okay. uh, what was uh, J- Jamie Fox? Jamie Foxx, yeah. yeah. You remember this one? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. glad we watched the same one. Okay. Not the, not the, not one. the old school <laughs> one. Now, for these <laughs> yeah. guys out here, they're like, that would have yeah, been a lot. That's old. Okay. But I remember there's a scene in the movie where they got the Ferraris. Yeah. And they're going over the Miami Bridge. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I got it in my head at that time as a twelve or thirteen year old that this is how I know I'm gonna make it. That one day I'm gonna drive the red Ferrari and the leather and that tan leather interior. And it's gonna go over this Miami Bridge at sunset and they're gonna be playing in the air tonight, but the rock version. Okay. okay. (laughs) And it's like that da -da 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 pa you know, that thing like that. And I'm gonna get this. And that's like when people ask, how do you know you made it, Patrick? And I once told this to a guy, Coach Burt, and he's helped some people in the roofing industry, and he said, your dream's not big enough. He goes, nice, cool, not big enough. Dream bigger. Give me something bigger that you want to do. Yeah. And that was a real eye-opening experience. He's a coach who works with some people doing much better than me, and I thought, maybe it's not big enough that I'm dreaming there. And so I want to talk about y'all's dream with that. I have a question.
1: Yeah. Because you've been to a lot of um – you deal with a lot of companies in the United States, right? Sure. So this is just a we're, we're live, right? Sure. Okay, so if we're gonna say offices, as far as experiences wise, how does ours compare?
0: This is the most unique office, roofing office I've been to in the United States. So, so we're we're on, good, we're on a good route so far. I don't period, and I don't think anyone could take that away from me. I can't imagine a roofing contractor would say anything different that I've worked with or that I'm working with now. But what is the dream for the two of you? Because I want to, you know, when I look at the both of you, you could do something else, and you're doing roofing, and it mm-hmm. seems like you're trying to. If nothing else, your intentions are good here. And there's no, there's nothing malicious here. We're trying to take advantage of anybody. So I'm asking for each of you your dream in this thing. What does it look like five, ten years from now for each of you? Go first?
3: For myself, please. I am, like he says, we come from sales background, but eventually sales gets old after a certain period, right? For everybody, it does not matter. Your job becomes old after a certain period, even for athletes, it's just your job. So now I'm to the point now, what motivates me per se is developing teams, developing people. So earlier you mentioned, and you asked us, is what do you do when people are looking at you or coming to compete against you basically? And Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen all the time and that's okay. But those, sometimes you can't teach an old dog new tricks all right well guess what there's more dogs being bred every single day mm-hmm. right and that's exactly what you got to look at because if you don't want to be taught you don't want to be developed you don't want to be you don't want to grow extra because you might have it set up perfect your way right now but he has the marketing side of it too i can teach you how to recruit hire teach coach train implement systems as well so that right there let's now see where your holes are at basically mm. does that make sense so a lot of one of the things that we understood is people in the roofing industry they come mostly from the construction background. Mm-hmm. So you know everything about construction. Everything. You know gables, every, dormers, icing water. Everything that happens at the job. <laughs> but just because you're a really great plumber doesn't mean you can great run a great business. Mm-hmm. So that's for me for us was a little bit backwards. We started working for a roofing company which is we took the advantage and learned everything. And now we came we We have the marketing already in place. We have the systems, the teaching, the development, and the recruiting, because now my goal is not to be the top salesperson. I already did it once with AT&T, one of the biggest companies in the United States, in the world, and I did it in a nationwide tournament, basically. Mm -hmm. I don't need to prove that I'm good at sales, all right? Can I prove to you now that we can develop more teams? And to his saying, we're going to be the biggest roofing company. So we're just taking what we know already from different industries, and implementing into the roofing industry, which is what most roofing companies aren't doing. Because again, a lot of them come from the construction background, so they need to outsource and look for these different things, basically. Mm -hmm. So the vision for me and the way that I know that I've made it isn't by necessarily the money, yes, money, but at the end of the day is, what comes with money is how many people have you trained behind you and developed behind you. You can take, everybody knows Jay-Z, Right? JC's a perfect example. He started from the bottom, and now he's one of the only individuals in the world that's creating other billionaires. Got it. Does that make sense? It does. And to me, that is naturally what I see in a success platform, basically, because if I can look back, and I see a lot of mini-me's saying a lot of the similar things, coaching, teaching, selling the right, the right ways and things like that, then I'll hit my goals. I'll hit where I want to be, basically. And again, this is just a vehicle to take me to the next thing, right? So if I develop a good system and a good team behind us, that allows me to go do whatever I want to do, basically. And that, to me, that's my vision, and that's where I will be able to say, we've made it. But in this situation also, like you said earlier, the competition always is asking, how can can I do that? How can I do that? Let me teach you. Goals for sales. Exactly. Let me show you. (laughs) We have a system for that as well because we've already implemented, and we've seen what the holes that most roofing companies have versus to what what we've done, basically.
1: Mm -hmm. And just to add to that, as far as the competition part, at a certain point, like, um, with us, we're not really trying to compete with other roofing companies, like, for real, for real. So, uh, and that's why we have the roof gallery, that's why we invite everyone, that's why we do different events, inviting roofing companies to come in. When they come in, we take off the Roost by Don stuff, so just the gallery, museum vibes, because, Again, we don't have to prove as far as our sales capability or anything like that. Really I feel like once you get to a certain level it's about adding value. And if you're in a room with other producers, other companies that's being successful, I don't need to have a who's the biggest competition. Yep. You know? We we could just we could just now add value to each other. And I feel like that's what will make everybody bigger. The the competition part
3: was what sometimes doesn't make it as big as it should be. Okay. That's what pulls people apart exactly. in certain cases. And for us, that's one of the things. Remember, Hall of Fame. Let's bring everybody together. What does the Hall of Fame do before the NFL uh, season starts? They have their Hall of Fame game yeah. where they invite all everybody to come out because we're going to present all the We the recognize other people. Exactly. We're, we're showcasing other people literally. Absolutely. Yeah. And we want to help. Like for you, the only way that I can get to my position isn't necessarily by just training people, but eventually we want to develop other companies and help them grow, for example. Got it. Mm-hmm.
1: And then for me, as far as just the answer, be, to answer, yeah, and I'll be yeah, I'll be fast. No, please. Um. So, yes, well, exactly what Victor said as far as being dream facilitators and helping people out. And I think at the end of the day, I'm real competitive. So anything that I go into, it, it happens to be roofing in this case, I just want to be the best. So, again, that's a Hall of Fame, things like that. So in how many years, you say? The future? Let's say five to ten. Five to ten? Okay. So... Five to t- five to ten years, we're gonna be not the only because there's gonna be gonna be people that copy us after, um, but we're gonna be the ex- we're gonna be the known experienced brand for roofing. So roofing is not gonna be the same in five to ten years. There's the, 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 how the roofers are right now that's gonna change, mm-hmm. and you're really gonna have to work with Patrick Carr um, as far as for videography and stuff like that because everything is gonna be more 3D marketing where it's visuals, the home improvement. Um, experience. And that's going to come from the Roots
0: by Dawn experience and at the Roof
1: Gallery and things like that. I like that.
0: You mentioned competitor. I want to go back to the brand, okay? Yeah. Everyone wants to know about your brand, but I'm really trying to dive into the two of you, mm-hmm. okay? Because everybody sees the Instagram stuff and we, yes. you know, and everyone sees the Roof Gallery and they see the beautiful stuff that you've done here. But I'm really interested in the two of you as competitors. You just mentioned this word, <coughs> all right? I walk in here today, And you come up, and you got this personality, and both of you do, and it's big smiles and everything, and it's great, okay? Mm -hmm. But I got a real feeling there's some killers in there, that I want you guys to take me and peel back the curtain a little bit to the sales meetings that you got here. And what's it like working for Roost by Don or this office? You know, where's the competitor? Is there a fire in you guys that it's nice right here? We're all smiles, (laughs) and yeah, we're going to be the biggest. but. T- talk to me about what it's like in the trenches with the two of you and what it, what, what kind of what kind of team and, and company you're running here.
1: I feel like we we have warriors. so even down to in the literal sense, where we have a bunch of boxers in here and they' training and stuff like that, athletes, um, like real athletes, not just you know, just played maybe middle school, but like you know, real athletes. And I feel like that's what makes everything competitive and that's what makes it um, a better atmosphere because at the end of the day, if I could say, hey, I got three claims today, what you got? And if someone doesn't take that offensive, like, oh, you're just bragging over there. That's not the person we want in our office. We want the person that says, you got what? I, I'm about to catch you. I'm about to get four, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the um, kind of vibe that, that we have. And honestly, um, we've been in business for one year and seven months. So we started January 1st of last year as far as for roost by Don. So we've made some transitions too. So at first we had where everything was 1099. And we had the subcontractor thing, and it's a little bit harder to have that that militant culture how we want it. When I say militant, to get everybody on point, even just show up on time sometimes because they feel like, oh, I'm a 1099. I, I don't have to yeah. – I don't actually work here. You know, um, I'm a subcontractor, so if I come here and, and, and learn and get um, practice, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not getting paid for practice. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting paid to go in the field, and then they go in the field and they bomb because what professionals do – and what real athletes do is they practice before every game. So if you're gonna be the only person that doesn't practice before the game, you should be expected about and you should get fired. So then that's what happens. So we try to change our thing kind of more to W2. It just gives you more um, a- accountability. Sure. So now they have to come because you're paying them to come, and now because they learn when they go into the field, they're actually gonna produce. And then it also comes into the fact of also when you have, every company should have an exit plan. So even when you're trying to sell a company I've learned that um, everyone's 10.99. You do 10 million dollars in sales. You didn't do 10 million dollars in sales. Your subcontractors did. Mm-hmm. But when they're W two, you do that same 10 million dollars, and that was worth something. You get mm-hmm. me? So with the W two, it's, it's way easier to keep everybody more accountable, and so you can have the culture that you want. When it's 10.99, you'll have the culture, but it'll be for a certain time period.
0: Got it. How I, how I feel. I mean, I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, because you're right; you do have to start with an exit. You, you have to have some kind of exit plan. You're supposed to, I man. think. In, I think in the beginning. I mean, I'm, I'm very much victim to this. You know, year in. I've been at this two years, not much longer than you have. Mm-hmm. I think in any company, man, sometimes it's just you're trying to get by in the beginning, day to day. You're learning as you go. You're making mistakes, and Facts. and that we've done that. In <laughs> these guys, everybody, who are, these guys who are behind the camera. Have been, have seen me. You know, beat myself up over those mistakes yeah. and, and those, those things that people think you got all figured out. Well, it's because you, you screwed it up. Of course. I, I remember. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to ask you this question, okay? What it's like to work on your team from the yeah. sales, okay, Victory Shingles? But I'm learning over here, okay? I'm getting mm-hmm. the nicknames down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I remember there one time go. I had a, before we got, we had an old camera, a Sony a7 III. A uh, good camera. Mm-hmm. It has a file shut off. So at 25 minutes at 4K, it'll just shut off. Mm-hmm. It has a file limit on it. You can't overturn it. It's just that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so, in the beginning of doing this company, I was by myself. So what I would do is I would set up two cameras, one over my shoulder and one over my guest's shoulder. And this is how we would do an interview. And I would hope to God at the end it turned out looking like I thought it was going to look. <laughs> um, this yep. particular client, I remember I did the 45 minute podcast was going to use some of the content for the client to. You know, we're just beginning. 25 minutes in that camera had shut off and I had no idea. And so one behind me was the exact same way. So in. for 20 minutes of the best portions, nothing. I got Jack that we can use. Are you still recording? Um, <laughs> and so, but, but like we learn these mistakes, Absolutely. you know, and I just sat there. Like, I remember going, what am I doing? Like, I have no business interviewing this guy. I, I don't <laughs> even know how to run a camera. I can't even run a camera. And I, I, like, now I can kind of look back and laugh you on look, it. But you know why I think that it.
1: you're successful? Is because you just did it and you didn't even know how to run the camera yet. But you just did it. Because a lot of times people, they wait till they're f- perfect, they're fully percent ready, and no one's ever 100% ready. So that's why no one's ever able to start. So because you weren't fully ready yet and you just went in, that's how you're able to keep going. I feel like it's kind of the same thing with us. Nobody's going to know everything yet. But it's the fact that you're willing to learn and the fact that you're going to learn and you're yeah. going to do it. and you, and you have that that dog in you. What they say?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Go bulldogs. <laughs> so what, you, you, what you said rang true with me. That people are okay with negativity, not with surprises. Mm-hmm. And, and you know when I, I wrote that down right here, because for me that 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 moment was exactly that. When I went to that individual and that client, and I I told him you know about 20 minutes later, I said I, I don't have to tell you this basically, but <laughs> you know what he says to me? He goes. Thanks. He says, "You know what? I, I really was hoping we'd have to do that over. I didn't like that last portion of the thing because I yep. really could have said that a lot better." And I'm like, "Good. Good. Let's yeah. just redo that
1: portion. Yeah. We'll start yep. from
0: right here." He's like, "Perfect. I wanted to redo that anyway. I didn't want to tell you." That's literally
1: what we tell all our salespeople. Right. People could um, take bad news, but they hate surprises. If Everybody.
0: I would have just left there and went, "Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna address this right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna have to deal with it another time," because I'm too embarrassed to go talk to this guy. That con. By the way, that guy is still a still a client That's today. Awesome, congratulations! Um, That's awesome, and I don't know how it would have turned out otherwise. Facts. Um, it's like me going to a homeowner and I'm like, "Yeah, your roof is free."
1: And all of a sudden, I find out they have a thousand dollar deductible. Hmm. But then if I just like dodge it the whole time, then if I'm like, "Okay, so I'm deductible a thousand dollars." They be like, "What? You didn't tell me that. You lied to me." Yeah. But if, uh, but if as soon as I find out, I come to him, hey, I apologize. I misspoke. Uh, I I did say free, but it does happen to be $1,000, but at least I'm telling you now, so get some time to prepare for it. It's just a little bit of a better situation. They know you made a mistake. They know people are human. But when you just give bad news, it kind of sounds like, are you trying to get over on them or, you know, it's a different situation now.
0: Completely agree. Be, I love that saying. I'm going to steal it from you guys. Please do. Victory right. shingles. Are, what's it like, man? Peel back the curtain for me. I mean, he's he's telling me, you know, he's a killer over here. I can feel that. What about this
3: guy <laughs> over here? I mean, you, you got belts and <laughs> yeah. number ones and competitions. Talk so, to me. For me is not about um, proving people wrong, okay. proving myself right. People have doubted me a long time. I'm the only child of. Uh, I'm the oldest of five. So with my brothers, raising them and things like that, because my mom was always working, started with that. And I was just develop my mentality. It was like, no, it's not a matter about you. It's proving myself right. I asked my mentors as well growing up. I was like, hey, I started this business. I started started working with this company, knocking on doors. You're not going to be able to do that. What are you doing? You're working at the bank. Why are you leaving the bank to do that? Um, All right, cool. It is what it is. So I just take that initial mentality, and I continue to keep processing it over and over, and I try to implement that into my guys because it's not about what other people think. It's about what you think, basically. So when I'm having meetings and conversations here in the office, it's all about mentality and coaching them and pushing them, basically, to strive for more. Just the other day, um, I ran a meeting for the guys, a perfect meeting because I have a lot of new individuals, and I understand that in summers, it's hard for a lot of these uh, guys out in the field. It's hot. Nobody likes rejection. Nobody likes working long days and things like that. So the biggest thing that I I look at is I like to educate my guys to think, why are you doing it? Everybody says, know your why, know your why, right? But the most important thing that I think about and that I speak about on is like the meeting that I ran that particular day that really – and it made it – and the way that I I knew that it was a good meeting is because of the performance in the field that particular day. Mm. The meeting that I ran that day is where what kind of I use myself as an example in one of my employees that came from as he was managing a a plasma center. Um he, so he was the manager of the plasma center and that's what he strived for, but he wanted more growth, right? So I use his example and my example as a, as a manager for a Wells Fargo. Because what does society teach you? Find your nine to five, get your job, get your JOB just over broke basically, and just do what society teaches you right? But again, we want to be the biggest roofing company. We don't have time to be at, so in here we have a door to literally practice pitch with them, right? Because at the end of the day, when you're in sports, your time to make mistakes is in the field. The time for the coach to yell at you is in practice. The time for the coach to rip you a new one is in practice. And this I learned from, a—I forgot, I think it was Bill Parcells. I watched an interview of Bill Parcells Head coach for the New York Giants back in the day. Really good. One of the best coaches. And one of the things that I liked is his mentality is when I'm in the game, during game, I'm not ripping them a new one. I'm not coaching them to be better individuals in the field. And that's me when we're in the field. But in the office, it's game time. Let's go. In the When we go out to the field, the guys will hear one to four yeses a day, Right? So then why in the world would I give you yeses here in the office? Mm -hmm. As your coach, I'm not here to be your friend, man. You want a friend? I'll buy you a dog, right? I'm here (laughs) to be your coach. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're good. I'm here to be your coach. So when you talk about that dog mentality, that's exactly what it is. When I'm coaching, I'm coaching. But then I hit them with a meeting at the very end. This is why I speak to you guys. Because you come from a, a corporate world where they tell you what they want you to hear, not what you need to hear does that make sense it does make sense. so now the meeting i tell them i'm gonna run i I like the meeting because it's a it's corporate america versus our industry basically all right so corporate america what does they teach you nine to five entry level make 20 to 25k unlimited amount of entry-level positions but as you move up within the company positions get limited limited and limited at the end of the day how many ceos are there in every company one so I look at it like a triangle, like a pyramid scheme almost, corporate America. Our industry, we want to be the biggest company in the world. And this is how I looked at it because I want to build the biggest team. Why is Chick-fil-A one of the most successful restaurants? It's the system that they have implemented, basically. So when I take the same system and teaching and coaching and developing the guys here in the office, time after time after time, they're only going to teach it the same way, and they're not going to be able to change it. Does that make sense? Systematic. So now it allows me to understand this is why you're doing it. This is where you're messing up. Okay. Now, when was the last time that you had proper coaching or somebody effectively help you at what you sucked at in your corporate job? Most of them say never. Sure. Right? So in our job, in our industry, if we uh, break it down, how many entry-level positions do we have? Unlimited amounts. How many leadership positions do we have? How many sales positions do we have? Unlimited amounts. How many leadership positions do we have? Unlimited amounts because I don't care about the entry level. I don't even care about sales. I care about the leadership position. Mm. And you got to be able to develop leaders to have a real team because your team is only as strong as your weakest team as your weakest teammate basically. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. So, that's the biggest thing and that's that's the mentality that I implement into these guys day in and day out. Like he said, we're warriors. Right? So for me the mentality is I come from a background where we came from a background where literally it was like Navy SEALs, the Navy SEALs of sales. I just told you the hours that we were working. We were getting up to the other end to in the morning. We were going to the office, and from 9 to 11, 30, no, 12, 30, we weren't getting paid, but we were in there practicing, learning the system, doing everything, and going over rebuttals and Can going over the contract.
2: We weren't
1: getting paid in those times. We were
3: still mm-hmm. in there. like. But we were still in there. And that's what made me to the person that we are now. So we're not asking our guys to do that same thing because they don't need to, right? But it's just when you're in here, it's time to practice. It's time for that, for that mentality, for that friendship, that big smile that you said to go away. I'm usually a big, big RBF person, resting bitch face, (laughs) right? But at the end of the day, we all got to know when we have to put it on, turn it on and things like that. And when it comes to sales, gotta have those—that smile, that enthusiasm, that, that eye contact, basically, right. But when it comes to coaching, a lot of the times, when somebody's wrong, you gotta fix it right there. People are okay with negatives; they're not okay with surprises. And that's why I rather tell you right here that you messed up, than in the field, you messed up because this, this, and this.
1: And then if you don't tell them at the end of the day, who they're gonna blame? I'm not making enough money. Mm-hmm. Who they're gonna blame you, right? Yep. So might as well. Let, give them all the information, hold them accountable, and then that way now they can actually produce. And if they don't produce, then you know there's not the right fit for them. So like with us, how we have it uh, on our side, if like really you're doing 100,000 for the year, it's, something's happening wrong. Like because to us it really is like two bills, two approved jobs a week, you'll be over $100,000. So if you're not getting two claims a week, then you're not really working. You can't 100%. be working five days a week and, and, and don't get two claims. Like, you're not going out every day. There's, a, there's days you're skipping. Even for rains three days in a row there, you have to be able to get that. Like, it's you're not going outside. 100%. You're not knocking enough doors. Because it's like analytics now at this point. Mm-hmm. You knock on a certain amount of doors, you talk to a certain amount of people, you're going to get a yes eventually. So if you follow the, the stats, you follow the analytics, you just do what we say we're to do, you have to come up with the numbers because
3: it's, it's literally just numbers at this point. Yeah, because yeah. one of the things that I tell them is if you don't hit our law of averages, you don't have the right to lose your attitude. You just haven't worked hard yes. enough. Yeah, you can't knock five doors and say,
1: nobody answered, <laughs> just, oh, this neighborhood sucks. Yeah. You, yeah. Done, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. That's why, sorry to cut you off, you but that's push.
3: why during that time period when we're practicing, it's, it's practice time. But that's why, like he said, the culture is great. This Thursday, we're going to go to a feud game, feud team night, um, where we all go as a team, um we're going to this restaurant that has like um it's gonna have challenges of like trivia and stuff we got the basketball the ping pong the um playstation 5 usually in the bag just for the guys to play today the we did work out wednesday yeah we worked out today for example getting more warmed up and stuff like we do things for them to get to get fun but they also know okay it's time to work and these guys mean business basically because we came from a background like that because at the end of the day that's what made us sales dogs mm-hmm. that's what got us to this point but we also understand that we're not trying to just make you sales dogs, we need you in the leadership position, and that just comes with time, because I just need, right now, I just need to teach you the sales, then I'll teach you the, 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 um, the leadership position, then I'll teach you more of the management roles, because there's levels to everything. If you wanna be a manager, what do you gotta know? You gotta know how to conduct interviews. You gotta know how to have those critical conversations. Well, just as much as the employee is uncomfortable having that critical conversation, guess who's also uncomfortable having that critical conversation? the owner, the manager, yep. the other person, right? Sure. Well, they gotta practice those conversations as well. So that's why- we- So at the
1: end of the day, what you're saying too is basically, unlike other companies, like with the roofing, we, we know that people are gonna wanna grow. Absolutely. And we already have it systematically in place where you'll be a team leader. You can be a ma- you wanna have a, your own location? So as opposed to growing your own competition like a lot of roofing companies do, they end up getting salespeople all of a sudden, those salespeople are now their competition in a 10 mile radius where we put it in a situation where we want you to boss up. That's the plan. You're supposed to boss up, you know? You're supposed to have your own office and people under you and things like that, but you just have to get to it. So you just have to learn from ground up cuz we're not going to outsource people and find another manager and then make them the manager. We're going to do it all from in in house. Yeah. And so they have to pass the system, That's it.
0: Well, I really hope the audience doesn't miss something here because I think it's important. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it over to brand here in a second because I, I want to ask you about your approach to brand, yeah. the Atlanta Hawks, everybody, what <laughs> everything y'all are doing, okay? Yep, yep. But there's something so important about what you just said, and it's a lesson that many businesses don't do. They don't take, and that's this. They don't make it harder in here than it is out in the field. Most contractors, most businesses, what they will do, I don't care if you just open up a restaurant. When you do training for your day, maybe you're training waitresses or waiters, and you have them come out and bring some food, and they mess up, and you go, okay, okay, try it again, all right? Well, that's not how it happens in the real world. At all. That Mm -hmm. customer's going to go, I'm late. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to get going here. Where is the food? What time is it going to be out? When are you going to be back? Have you gotten that Coke for me yet? You're not going to be like, hey, you forgot that Coke. You need to get that for me too.
1: A great example, we we were practicing pitches today. We had everybody come and practice a pitch. They all said their pitch. They think they're good. Yeah. I said no to every single one of them, you know, um, because at the end of the day, just like you said, a homeowner is not just going to be like, okay, no problem, you know. <laughs> they're going to be like, who are you? No soliciting. A roofer? I'm good. I'm good. You're the third you know? one today. Yeah. So you have to hit them with those kind of things because that's what they're really going to hear, you know. And then even stuff like we give them apps and, you know, um, support. So like trace. So sure. now they can show, you know, with their brother, they can show homeowner trace show the proof that there was a storm in the area. But even when they're practicing, they're like, yeah, I have the app Hilltrace, but they only show like their home screen. Yep. They don't actually pull it up. It's like, yo, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like you're not, this is, so what's gonna happen is you're gonna be in the field and you mm-hmm. do the same bullshit and you're gonna pull out your home screen and then now you're gonna be taking forever trying to open it up. You don't know to use and it. And then you're gonna lose the sale. Yes. So when you're practicing, you practice for real. Open it up for real. Let me see the house. Let me see the, the hail or the wind that you're going to be showing the homeowner yes. so, let's, so we can know how long that's going to take. So you're not going to end up being the person that's going to be like, oh, I'm trying to open my phone. I'm sorry. Just, just wait one second, ma'am. And then all of a sudden she closes the door on you. I don't blame her. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why you have to practice and do perfect practice inside so that way you can
0: play perfect outside. That's it. You got, you got to practice like you play. Exactly. exactly. Everybody, we were talking with Donovan Victor right here, uh, hey. Roofs by Don, and that's yes, what I want to end go. this. I want to talk about the brand, gentlemen, Yes. because everybody knows you for the brand, all right? That's cool. And, you know, every you, you said a year and a half, a little more than that. Yeah, a year and seven you, months. You've made a big splash. As we're walking around today, I have the opportunity to see some big names around here. You had my friend Dimitri, I believe, here yep. not too long ago. Yep. Elizabeth from Business 411. Biz, yep. John with uh, Name That Shingle. see yep. um Let's see here. I got uh, Roof Hustlers. Roof Hustlers yep. and, and everything that he does down there. I mean, gosh, I mean, one of the best in the world, in my opinion, at door-to-door. Yep. I saw Taggart, I believe, over there. Yep, if I'm not Sam good. Taggart. <laughs> you got Sam Taggart. Yep. So yep. you guys have gotten out there. I see Roofer. Um, I believe later this week you've got um, Hook Agency, I believe, coming. Yep. So there's we obvious, got the Patrick Car Show. Yeah, yeah, but but there's some big names that are coming here, and they've really made a splash here. You have people that are that are taking time to come and to see you and building a brand. What is your approach to the brand of Roofs by Don? And I want to ask a similar question here. And how important is it that that brand match your personality as men and as leaders? Because I see companies. They got a good brand, and then I go and I talk to the owner of that brand, and I go, "Man, this is n- not that what I person expected. and that brand do not match up That's at all." Because that person created it. Okay, talk to me about it. so that is that so this is you all coming together for this brand, so, right? So you, know, you know
1: what the difference is? Tell me.
0: Um, I just share everything like music, so I, I, I references.
1: So I feel like um, with us, we're kind of like a hit record. We're kind of like a perfect storm, a category five storm, so just everything just just works out the right way, so you know, you might not be able to copy do the same exact thing because it's just organic, so our brand is us. so when you say personality, it's us is dan the mansion is isroost by don is victory We are the personality, so it can't be different because we're only being ourselves, and I feel like when people a lot of times they make a brand just like Vic said is, or like you said, that person made the brand. So they're going with a marketing company or something like that, yep. and that marketing company is making the brand. They understand it, but the person, they're just a roof. They're, they're a business owner. It doesn't it doesn't correlate as well. It looks like the clothes is wearing them, and they're not wearing the clothes, so uh, to yes, speak. Yes, I love that. You get love, me? Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: So yeah, so with us, it's organic. It's actually us. So if people like Roots by Don, you actually like us, and that means everything that you want, you're going to get because we're being transparent. We're saying that we're gonna be the best, we're saying that we're gonna give you a luxury experience so that way it's experience-based, so you're gonna feel good, you're gonna feel like you're a VIP, you're gonna feel like you're the star of your own home improvement show. So if you want that, that's what you're gonna get, or if you just want a construction project, then go to any other roofer. If you wanna feel like you're on your own home improvement show, we got you covered, and that's, that's literally just what we do. Like even like stuff with marketing wise, like you know we have a theme song. You know every single day we have roofs and you. We're doing a reality show. That's not normal kind of things for a roofing company. No. It's just that that's our personality. You know that's what we do because um, we say we're going to be the best, and it goes along with it. A superhero has a theme song, so every single day is our theme song. You know, but we said that, and it, and I guess other people too. They might say it, but it just won't um, come off correctly. So I guess we execute the right way as
0: well you know I got a I got a guy that I interviewed a big pretty good-sized company after the interview he says Patrick please don't it's the only time I've ever had an interview that I haven't put out um, <laughs> the, okay one time out of hundreds and hundreds of interviews and it's because a gentleman came to me owner of a roofing company and said you know man I, I mentioned my boyfriend in that one and I don't want people to know that I'm gay <laughs>
2: <All Sorry. right? laughs>
0: and so that's what he said uh-huh. and afterwards i end up talking with a guy just like hey man you're talking about this and i told him i said man if i were you i'd go all in on this gay thing he said if it's you and that's who you are it's your it's your brand it's who you are
3: and and stop hiding and running from it you know if i well, you know what i would do if i was that guy talk or, to me it'd be so easy to hire a team of females so easy mm-hmm. and you know how f- Everybody wants to talk to a female. Yes. Oh, my God, it'd be so easy. But, but I it'd, guess be so
1: to, it'd be so cool just to... Literally have a roofer. As soon as it's
3: Pride Month, yes, he's the only roofer. No, He'd be the
1: only the one.
0: roofer he makes so much money. I like, agree. Yeah. I, so my, <laughs> the reason I bring this up is you guys aren't running away from who you are. That's the problem, what you just said. Everybody runs from
1: who they are, and they try to be somebody else, but that person is already taken. You can't be, oh gosh, you can't be Roost by Don. you can try to make a song. It's not gonna come out the same, but like, you can't do that.
0: That's I, what like, you mean by this perfect storm. That's what you're
1: talking yes, about right there. exactly. You can't try to make a roof gallery. Oh, the roof gallery, I'm gonna make the roof museum. It's already, like it's done already. Like we were doing that already, you get me? So be yourself though. You know what's not done? i never seen somebody that drives dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. That's a roofer as well. Like, hey, my dirt bikes, he's Papa William. And then he's doing Roost. I didn't see somebody going fishing, catching a bunch of bass, catching a bunch of snapper. He's talking about all the different kinds of fish, and then he's roofing. He's gonna get his own fan base.
0: I haven't seen the gay roofer yet. Do a
1: all red me? I haven't. Well, I seen. Not joking. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. So, like, at the end of the day, it, it's just about it's just about being yourself, you Yes, know? man. And, and and that's what the main thing is gonna be. When you're yourself, that's when you're unique.
0: Absolutely. I, when, I love, man. When you just say that, when you're like, if you're trying to be somebody else, it's already taken. It's taken and already. And so what about that over there, Victory Shingles? You know, what about your all's brand? I mean, I'll ask the question I sometimes ask some of my clients in a different way to you. When you go out there into the community, okay? These Mm -hmm. guys have heard me ask this question before. And you you sit down at a restaurant and you got this Roofs by Don shirt on. What do you want the reputation of that waitress, that waiter, the hospitality to look at you and go, oh, that means
3: what is it? Anytime this shirt is on, the smile is on. Personas on the conversation is on I want it, I want you to be like that is an approachable person because that 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 means his team his person these people around him are probably the same way especially if I tell him I'm one of the managers in the company I'm one of the partners I'm I'm the one that teaches and trains well it's all a reflection think of um I don't know if you have kids but kids for example it's a reflection of the parents mm-hmm. students are always a reflection of, of the of the teacher the players are a reflection of the coach, right? Well, everything would be a reflection of, of what I do and who I look at, basically. So that's exactly the mentality of when this is on, we're trying to make it the biggest company ever. Yeah. So I want to make sure I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it. Even I'm always driving my truck everywhere, basically, because I want the brand to be seen. I don't want to shy away from where I'm where I'm at. I might be going to the gas station. It might be 5 in the morning, and I'm going to grab a, a water because I ran out of water jug, basically. I still want my Roost by Dawn truck to be roaming around because I'm proud of what I got, and I'm proud of what we're working on, and I'm proud of what we're trying to build, basically. And if you're proud of what you're doing, it doesn't, look like, doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like you're going to work, and you're enjoying what you're doing. So when a lot of people think of this, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Got it.
1: I always say with, with this thing, I say, hey, are you willing to hear um, 20 no's to make a $1,000? Mm. If they say yes, then it's like, "All right, cool, so let's go. <laughs> you hear 20 no's real quick. The the analytics out of every 20 no's, you're going to hear, then you get your one yes, and then you make your money. So after that, there's no reason. You're going to hear no's. So after that, it's just a mindset thing.
0: Yes. Literally. It's Roost by Don, everybody. We got Donovan. We got Victor over here. My yes. final question for you is this, guys. Because of the success that you've had in a short period of time, we talked about earlier, coming over that hill, arrows on you. Mm -hmm. I get all that, okay? Mm -hmm. But I want you to kind of peel back and tell me a little bit about your approach to marketing. Um, You see somebody like a, uh, um, let's say, dope marketing does a lot of direct mail. Um, you've got people out there that are doing stuff on social media, and they're using Facebook ads, and they're trying to reach people that way. Word of mouth. You've got a, I, We came in here, and you've got a great thing with Google going. I saw. Thank you. Um, how do you all look at this changing landscape of roofing, and how are you adapting your marketing to that, and doing it? And I am I'm I hope you can tell me a little bit of the secret here, a little bit. You don't have to tell me everything. I got you. But you've got it. It's just changing all the time, but you seem to be staying ahead of the curve. More than others are.
3: How are you doing it, and what are you doing? Let me start on this one, okay? Because right. my short, my answer is going to be very short on okay. this one. It's something that I learned, that I literally took from him. And earlier we were talking about just TikTok, for example. It's a matter of just starting it, start doing it, and start putting things up there. He said it earlier. Your crowd, your people, you'll build a, your own type of following. Yes. But you just got to start. It's like how you messed up that camera. You just started. Yep. And you kept going. And now, now, for me, because before, I was not good at that marketing side of things. But I had to start somewhere, and that's where I took it. So
1: A lot of people got to decide if they want to be a spectator or actual player. So a lot of people ask questions, but they're just spectating.
0: So, again, that's why you have to start, because now you're actually playing. But do you think most people can accept being a player? Can they really be a player? You think they're ready for it? That's not them. That's not, that's not my – well, but, <laughs> but, 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 okay, but being a player – Okay, Mm -hmm. when you post videos and I mean, you guys have you've got a you've got a persona about you where you've heard the nose. You've taken some hits, it seems like between the two of you. But there are roofing contractors out there that jump on and they go, hey, you know what? I want to be a player like this. I could do but I I could do that. But then I look at some of them and I go, do you want to make all those videos? Because with that does come negativity. It does come arrows. How many people, in your opinion, Donovan, are they ready to be players or most people? Maybe they're not ready. They maybe should be on the sideline and stay there.
3: I don't want to sound negative. Um, So, no. I'll tell you. 97% of America is managed by the other 3%. So, yeah. So, we
1: don't want to be negative, but just at the end of the day, this is what it really is. Do you want to do what I'm doing, or do you just want the result? And a lot of people, just, they, don't, they just want the result. They just see the end result. Oh, you, you got following, or you got um, money, you got some deals from this, so I want to do that too. But they don't really want to put in the work. And to be honest, like, the stuff that we're doing, um, we want to do it. So that's why we're going to be more successful at it too, because even if, if someone doesn't want they just want the result, they're going to stop at a certain point because they don't want to actually do it. But we want to do this. So the pocket a reality show, this is a song, be- becoming the biggest roofing company. This is fun to us. The, the marketing. I'm going to market. I'm going to be bigger than you guys. This is fun to me. I'm a, I want to I wanna be, like, I say I say big stuff. I don't even want to say because it's going to sound too big, you know. But we have plans, you know, to be a household name. Literally. Like, forget Bob the Builder. I want to compete against, like, Mickey Mouse and stuff, you know. And be a real brand brand. Not just, because roofing is, I feel like, is... It's small in itself. Again, I don't know a big roofer, like I said, you know? So at the end of the day, we want to be a real brand. We're going to be. We're, we're ready in that direction. So this is fun to us. So at the end of the day, do what you actually want to do. Yeah. And that's why you have to be yourself because then you're going to be able to do what you want to do. If you try to copy someone else, it's not going to work out because you're going to lose your, your mojo
0: at a, at a certain point be yourself because everybody else is already taken I love what you said right there and you know what I'm going to take away from this and I hope viewers do as well as we end right here um, you know I think it's kind of that I don't know if it's a fable or if it actually is true but you take a fish you put in a little you put in a little fish tank mm-hmm. it'll grow to be about this big that is true you put it in the ocean no. this thing is going to grow to be a massive. huge shark it's mm-hmm. going to be massive mm-hmm. And I would ask people out there as you listen to this these are two players they're not spectators that haven't limited themselves. Um, I don't see that you have a limiting personality on what you can become, what, what it means to, to, to do this right here for an industry. What you did here is you said, you know what, we are going to be the biggest. And you haven't shied away from the challenge, and you did it. You took action. Thank you. And I think there are people out there who, they're sitting on the fence of something right now. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage them to take – Spectating. Spectating, exactly. Spectating. Take, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spectating, take yeah. some action today. These men are not where they're at right now in a year and a half, two years, proxy somewhere in there, because they just sat there and they spectated. They got in, they played the game, they made mistakes, and they made it happen for themselves. It's truly, I want to say this to both of you, the hospitality today, incredible. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having myself, Hoffney, hey. Matt, we Trey, everybody, Abraham, you your entire crew. Thank everybody you, thank is professionals here. Um, I look forward to seeing y'all's continued success online. Yes. Um, and uh, whatever we can do to help with that, please know that we're here, all right? We just need a, we just need a neon sign for the Patrick Carr Show. There we go, And you then, have my word right here, i tell you, I'm gonna get it to him, everybody. Hey, sounds good, sounds good. In the comments section, we will have all the information for these gentlemen. You can come by here, take a wonderful tour. You will not be disappointed please. again in the hospitality please. or the, just the merchandise and stuff around. <laughs> again, thank you everybody. All the information will be below. Until next time. Thank you. I've been, I've been on the road so much, I haven't even gotten to the gym. So, I mean, shoot, now i got to get back. You look like you got a mobile gym. Yeah, I wish that was the case. Man, <laughs> just trying to hold on to what I got. Now, the big thing is i had to shave my head off, which is why I you know I always wear the hat. Gotcha. Ah, because okay. I got tired of looking at the camera and it being like a damn comb over is what it looked like. <laughs> and then I got all the guys on my team. You know, and everyone's 10 years plus younger <laughs> than what I am. And they're like, all right, Pat, yeah, man, keep we on doing that hard them. part. And I'm like, so. So they got you to shave it off completely. I just made the choice. I get tired of looking at it, to tell you the (laughs) truth. put the hat on. That's it. That's why I put the hat on. A promo win. Oh, okay. Well, you have hair, okay? You're (laughs) you're also 10 years younger than what I am
2: right now.